Everybody set your clock. Time change. Daylight savings ended. Praise God. Why don't they leave it alone? <laughs> I mean, you, you still end up with 24 hours a day. I guess that's for those city people. My biological clock goes off anyway, regardless of what time change does. But we changed our clocks. Last night before I went to bed, I was so tired and I gained an hour. And I said, now I've got to stay up another hour. <laughs> you know, yo. You know, yo. Yeah. We hear about change all around us. Climate change. Anybody heard about that? Then there's a move out there that says it's time to change. It's a, it's a movement that wants us to think about the mental health problems that are in our society today. Time to change the way we think about people with mental health illnesses. Well, when it just comes down to it, it's, it's time to change. It, it's time to change. So I... I Suggested this to, to Dustin to put on the sign out there. It's time to change. And uh, so he did that. Thank you, Dustin. Appreciate that. But I thought it might get people to thinking about this weekend. And uh, I want to ask to who didn't change your time. Because it looked like you all got here on time. Amazing what this time thing does. Huh? We, we think time. We move with time. We our whole life is around time, and then somebody says, change the time. <laughs> and then we, we just about get used to the change, and they say, let's change it back. Maybe, maybe they're trying to get us used to change. But change is difficult, isn't it? We, uh, we resist change. We we, we don't want to change. We, we get comfortable living the way we're living, thinking the way we're thinking. Uh, one fellow had this to say about change. I think that's the next slide there, Brother Paul. Probably can't read that. Uh, most people spend a great deal of their day unconsciously feeling and thinking from the past memories they do this because they have, they have hardwired those experiences by repeatedly thinking of them, by associating many other experiences with them. We, we don't like the new music. We, we got used to singing I'll Fly Away and Amazing Grace, and we knew them. We didn't even have to pick up the songbook, even though we felt comfortable holding our hand. And, and so it is, and all of a sudden, we're not singing them anymore. I don't like change. Hello. Did I hit a nerve? We make changes. When, when, when do people make a change? Most of the time it's when there is something 
very challenging in life that happens. Uh, we can move to the next slide there, Brother Paul. When do people make changes? It's uh, traumatic events in their life, uh, disappointment, a crisis, a catastrophe, things change. Well, put it simply, it said there's three, three times people make a change. That when they've learned a lot or when they've suffered enough or they got tired of always doing the same thing. So why change? George Bernard Shaw said, progress is impossible without change. And those who cannot change their mind cannot change anything. So get ready for it. Change is coming. Let's go to the scripture. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born, a time to die. A time to plant, a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill, a time to heal. A time to break down, a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn, a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace, a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get, a time to lose. A time to keep, a time to cast away. A time to rend, a time to sow. A time to keep silence, a time to speak. A time to love, a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. Lean over to somebody and tell them it's time to change. It's time for a change. Just think about where we would be in society if we had not changed in the last 100 years. How would you have gotten to church today if there had been no change? How would it long would it have taken you to get from Idaho to here if there were no change? How would you know what time it is this morning since there's no clock on the wall if you didn't have your cell phone? <laughs> I quit carrying a watch when I got a cell phone because I had the time with me. I figured there was no use to have something else on my body. So I got rid of that since I had to carry the other thing. Time, it, it, it changes. There's so many things that we have going on around us. Will there be more change? Unfortunately, for some of us, yes. To another generation, it says, yes, I'm excited about what's coming in the future. What might be new? And we wonder if there can be anything else, but there will be. There will be. You know, seasons let us know that there's change. And some of us in our lives realize that it is time for a new season. 
We're tired of the season we've been in. We're frustrated with the same things. We're frustrating with dealing with the same problems and everything we seem to have done, it just doesn't seem to be happening. It could be that we are in the wrong season. What I mean by that is God has another season for us and we're in a different one. We're out here breaking ground, trying to plant something when it's the wrong season. We're out here trying to get a crop in when God says it's time for you to reap a harvest. God says it's time for you to reap some blessing. It's time for you to move into what I have planned for you. The Lord says, my plan for you is to give you a future and a hope. In order to get what's in the future, we have to be willing to give up what's in the present. We have to be willing to take the next step forward, to reach out and get a hold to what God has in store for us. I feel like God wants to tell somebody here today that the season that you are in, the season that you're in right now is about to change. Something powerful is coming. Something healing is coming. Something that you've been praying for is coming. Isaiah 54 and 17 said, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. So it doesn't matter what giant you have been fighting against. It's about to fall. The children of Israel were given a commandment from the Lord when they entered into the promised land that they were to defeat the enemy. But when they had spied out the land, they said, there are giants in the land. Joshua and Caleb said, we can defeat them. Ten of those spies, whose names we don't know, said, we can't do it, and they didn't go in for another 40 years. David comes along, and there's a giant standing out there defying the armies of the Lord, and he said, why don't we do something about this guy? Everybody says, not me. David said, I'll take care of it. And so David goes in and he slays the giant. And during his administration, while he was leading the children of Israel, they destroyed all of the giants. While those giants looked so ominous and so big that they would prevent a whole generation from receiving the promised land, they were only one family. There was only one family of giants. How many of you thought about when you read the scripture that there were giants in the land, that it was a whole army? It must have been a whole bunch of them because they couldn't defeat them. They're giants in the land. And sometimes the giants in our life are so big that we think it's over. I can't win. 
You just need to get a David spirit that rises up within you and said, the Lord that has helped me in the past is going to help me in the future and this giant too shall fall. There's a change coming in your life. You're going through a season of change. Something that you've been trying to do but you couldn't do, it's going to happen. Something that's been going over in your brain that you couldn't get rid of it, it's about to come to an end. You've been praying and praying. It seems like you couldn't get over the wall, but it's about to happen. It's about to change. A situation that you cannot change, God can change it. It's a new season. You need to start thinking different, believing differently, you need to get rid of the past and move into the change that God has in your future. There's hope today in the house. Jesus is in the house. You may have messed up. You've been working hard. You've been doing everything you could and it still hadn't worked. But I want you to know that God stepping into your situation. He's stepping into your life. He's about to bring things into alignment. There's a new season coming. Change is coming. Are you ready for the change in your life? You have to get tired of the season you're in. You have to be willing to make that new step. Moses understood what it was to be in the blessings of God, to be in the presence of God, to be experiencing God, but yet to have something in him that said, I want something more and I want something better. Moses was the guy that would disappear for 40 days. He was the guy that would go up on the mountain and he would spend 40 days with God. But this same Moses said, God, I'm not content with what we've had. I'm not satisfied with the level of our relationship. I want to see your glory. I want to see your glory. But Moses could have never seen what he saw if he had not become dissatisfied with what he always had. Your relationship with God, your prayer life, your experience with God, the level of things you have seen in God can change, can get deeper, can get better, but you have to realize I must be willing to leave where I am to go where God wants me to go. When Moses said to God, I want to see your glory, God said, okay, there is a place. We have to be willing to move from our place to his place. God said, there is a place by me on a rock. You must be willing to get to God's place. You must be willing to stand on the rock. God said, I'm going to cover you with my hand. We must be willing to let God cover what we have seen, what we are seeing with our natural eye, and allow God to reveal his glory to us. There is a revelation that you haven't seen. There is a place in God you haven't been, but you have to be hungry to get there. God said to Moses, I'm going to cover you with my hand. I believe that when he covered Moses with his hand, he was showing Moses his works, what he did with his hand, what he accomplished. Who wrote the book of Genesis? Who told us about creation? Was Moses there? Moses was the man that penned that book for us, the first five books of the Bible. 
Moses was the one that gave us that. Where did he see that? I believe when he quested and requested for the glory of God. God said, I'm going to cover you with my hand and you're going to see my hinder parts. He saw the works of God that he had already done. What was Moses hungry for? God was leading them somewhere and Moses wanted to know what God could do. And Moses got to see what God had already done. If you're wondering what God can do, take a look and see where he brought you from. Come on, take a look back and see what he's done in your life. See the accomplishment. See the answered prayer. And move from where you are into the glory of God. Let's give him praise. Hallelujah. 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 Change is coming. I said change is coming. Somebody said, I've always had this problem. I've always done this thing. Uh, Things will never change in my life. You're just saying in your mind, it's never going to get better, probably get worse. No, I want you to change your thinking. I want you to change the way you're talking today. Jesus said, whatsoever you say when you pray, you shall have. I didn't say that. Jesus said that. What are you confessing in prayer? What are you confessing in prayer? Are you just telling him your problems? Why don't you talk to him about your answers? Why don't you tell him about the things that's going to happen? Why don't you go ahead and pray and believe and see what God is going to do in your life? Things are about to get better. Things are about to get easier. There's about to be some production in your life. God didn't bring you into this world to leave you as an immature child of his. He didn't bring you into a relationship to leave you at the gate where you came in. But he said, walk with me. If I walk with him, I'm going to leave where he brought me in and go into a better place with him, into a deeper relationship. I'm going to grow in him. It has to happen. Change must be a part of the child of God. So child of God, accept the fact that change is coming. I choose today on daylight savings time change to remind you that while we dealt with this little bitty change of time in our life today, we must deal with change every day in our life. You cannot stop a battleship. It's changing in your life. Our bodies are changing, whether we like it or not. Some of us are moving to our prime. Others are moving from our prime. But all the same, time changes every one of us. What about our spiritual life? Are we moving to our prime? Are we moving from it? Only thing I can tell you that I know about our spiritual prime is that we're always moving toward it. 
We're always moving toward it. And when we get there, we will be there. I'm not talking about some place in this life, some plateau in this place of life that we'll get there and we'll say, it's okay, I can just stay right here. But as long as we're in this life, our relationship is ever growing in Jesus Christ. You say, how do you know that? Well, let me just ask you, why is it that you want to talk to that old saint of God? Why is it that you want to talk to that one that has accomplished so much in their life and you're wanting to hear from them? Why aren't you asking that one that just got in the door? But no, you want to hear from that aged one that's walked this walk and become victorious in Christ. We're ever moving. We're ever moving. Moses could have been satisfied back there with going up on the mountain and talking with God. But he said, God, there's more. There's more. I want to see more. The scripture said this. If you haven't yet begun, remember this. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. I remember when somebody asked me, right after God filled me with the Holy Ghost, What happened to you? (laughs) What happened to you? They recognized a change. They recognized something different. You see, you act different. You talk different. You have a new outlook of life. You are in a new season of life when you are born into the kingdom of God. So how do you get into the kingdom? The apostle Peter said, repent. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promises to you, to your children, to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. So if you're ready for a new season today, God has already paved the way for you to get in. He has already provided a plan for you to get in. In the first session this morning, we talked about repentance. It's where you turn from your sin, from that old way of stumbling and falling in life to that new way of leaning on Jesus Christ, allowing the Holy Spirit to give you the power to live victorious over sin in your life if you're ready for a change. If you're ready for a change, you are only one decision away from a totally different life. Let's stand together. Change. How do I get there, Pastor? Take the first step. The first step in turning around from the way you're going, the way that you know is wrong, and begin to walk the path in the right direction. The old song we sang, 
Jesus on the inside, working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. That's how it happens. You don't go to Walmart, get this stuff. You get it in a relationship with Jesus Christ, one-on-one with him, and thankfully you're in a church with a body of believers that will help you get there and grow in your relationship with the Lord. So I ask us today, if you're ready for change, would you just step out from where you are and make your way to the front? Make your way up here where you can talk to God honestly from your heart to him and say, Lord, I'm ready for change. I want to get higher. I want to get closer. I want to get nearer to you. Let's do it together right now.